Happy New Year to you guys. And um, I'm Randy Ramos. I'm the youth pastor here at Real Life Church. Um, to those of you joining us online, wherever you're tuning in from, Happy New Year to you as well. Um, guys, I'm excited. I'm, I'm super excited to hang out with you guys on the, the first Sunday of 2022. Um, um, I'm just pumped, right? And I hope all of you guys kind of had a, a, a good holidays, right? Kind of things kind of happen at this time of year. Kind of just, it goes, right? We kind of just get there and it just, it just moves forward. So um, I, hope, um, I hope you guys had a good Christmas. I hope you guys are, um, students are having a good break. And um, I just hope everything's going well. But um, yeah, um, the season got here and just kind of got past us, didn't it? Just a little bit. Um, but I hope Christmas was well. I don't know what you guys did last year to get me here the Sunday after Christmas, but I'm, I'm guessing a lot of you guys are on the naughty list, but it's all right, right? We can, we can try again. We got 2022. Um, I'm kidding, but man, 2022. Does, is it just me or does it seem like it got here pretty quick, right? Like, like it just showed up. Uh, I know a lot has, has happened the last couple years. Um, it's definitely been interesting, if I can use that word. Um, but good news, and, and I'm happy to share this with you, that um, Jesus is still on the throne. He is still in control. 2022, 2021, yes, let's hear for Jesus. Um, they're still his, and he still has control over them, right? And I'm excited, and I'm looking forward to what God is going to do in 2022 and beyond. And I hope you guys are, are, are excited also. Um, but just for me, I have a question this morning. Um, I know what day it is, so I'm not confused, but um, how many of you guys have failed your New Year's resolutions already? Or, okay, I get it. Um, you guys are waiting for the obligated one-week try, right? Got that one-week go. But I know some of you are in here that, that haven't even started because um, New Year's was on a Saturday and new things and change don't happen on Saturday, right? That happens on Monday, so you're actually waiting till tomorrow, right? I know you're in here. No, everybody's like, how does he know? Guys, I, I, I get it. I'm not making fun. I stopped, I stopped setting myself up for disappointment, disappointment years ago. Um, but this year, I kind of got dragged into something. Um, my wife, Erica, um, she tells me recently, she shared that she, she wants to start um, changing our eating habits a little bit, right? And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I agree with her. We have to. But it was actually this past Monday, she tells me, she says, I, I, I think we should start eating better, right? Like, like not a diet, like not nothing crazy. Like, let's just remove some things and put some better things in, right? And, and I was like, yeah, I'm cool. But... Um, but this was both shocking and really funny to me. And, and let me tell you why. Because it was shocking because Erica, my wife, if you know her, right? And if you don't know her, you're about to know her a little bit better right now. Um, but if you don't know her and if you do know her, um, she loves sweets. Like, that's her thing. She loves sweets, um, candy. And if I can put it in the simplest way possible, she, she loves um, sugar, right? Like, like sugar. She's like, just bring it on. And, and that list is followed by an even shorter list of other foods that she enjoys, um, but just so I can give you some perspective, right? Because some of you guys are looking at me like, so what? Right? But some, for some perspective, um, cereal, right? We all like cereal, right? It's good any time of the day. It's not just a breakfast thing, right? Cereal's good. Um, um, but think of some of the goods, right? Um, Lucky Charms, right? Frosted Flakes. Those are some of the go-to. I'm sure we could stay here all day talking about the top 10, right? But Lucky Charms um, and Frosted Flakes, while she, Erica, my wife, she adds a few scoops of sugar to those. And I, I'm using few the correct way, right? Like three or more. And I'm not going to tell you what the more is, but, but there's a few, yeah, and Lucky Charms that are sugar-coated, and the ones that aren't are actually sugary marshmallows, and, and Frosted Flakes, not flakes, Frosted Flakes. They come frosted, right? She adds sugar to these. And, and, and like, I, like, I mean, if you want to see her cringe, show her a vegetable. 
I'm not kidding. So everybody's like, ugh, what's wrong with you? Why, why, what are you doing? Right, but guys, I, I see some of the guys are sweating in here, but I, I've been married long enough to know to ask for permission before I share this stuff with you. Um, but to her defense, um, she's come a long way in the seven years that we've been married. Um, I've even seen her eat a, eat a salad once. Like, one, I, I saw it, I witnessed it, guys. But that's why I was shocked. I was like, wait, why is this coming out of my mouth, my wife's mouth right now? She doesn't say these words to me, right? I was taken back. But, but it also made me laugh because, like, I don't mind eating well. Like, it's not a thing. Like, like, I really enjoy not eating well. But, like, eating well is not a problem for me. Like, it's not, it's not a big deal. In, in fact, I almost have to watch what I eat, right? I'm not blessed like Erica. I'm not blessed like my wife. Um, she's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> One of the, you know one of those, right? Like, she, she's one of those people that can eat and eat and eat and nothing happens, right? They almost seem to get better, right? Like, like no weight gain, nothing happens. They look all cute holding a double cheeseburger and some fries. Like, that's not my life. Like, I can't stand you guys. I'm kidding. I love you guys. But, but I, I gain weight just watching my wife eat. So I'm sorry if I'm a little bit salty to have to work hard to have a somewhat healthy life and a dad bod. But... So, so, of course, when she brought this to me, I responded with, um, um, honey, I'll go as healthy and as far as you want. You just say when. Like, I was ready. Like, exercise and food like that, it's my thing. I like it. And I was like, I'm ready. Like, you just say when. I was ready to go then. And she saw it. She knew it. And as soon as she heard that I was on board and how easy it was to get me there, she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, well, we'll, start, we'll start in the new year. Right? This was last Monday. She said, we'll start in the new year which is normal, right? Usually one of us, anytime any of us have an idea like this in our relationship, we get all excited, right? We start a plan and, and we're like, yeah, we're gonna do this. Yeah, we get all hyped up. We high five, chest bump. It's, it's weird. But um, we, we, we get like excited, but then one of us hits each other with the, the usual, all right, but we'll, we'll start this Monday, right? Like that's a good start date. Like let's start Monday. But it was Monday when she was telling me this, so she couldn't give me the usual, okay, we'll start Monday. So she opted for the next best option, which was the new year, right? Let's wait into the new year. And let me just tell you guys this morning, with yesterday being the beginning of the new year, um, we didn't start. <laughs> we didn't do it. We didn't do it. My, my double cheeseburger from Wendy's will tell you that that was not what we were doing. But let's talk about it this morning, guys. If you'll pray with me, um, Father God, Lord, we love you, and we thank you so much that, that, that you are in control, God, and that you love us. And, and this morning, Father, we pray that your word would just move, God, and that you would go for hearts, and, and Father, that you, would just, um, that you would be seen, that it would be you, and that you would be heard, and lives be changed. And we pray this all for your glory and your glory alone. Amen. All right, guys, so we're going to get into it a little bit deeper, but today we're going to be in a few different places in Scripture, but our main Scripture is going to be in Ephesians 4 verses 22 through 32. Um, if you want to get there real quick, I know if you don't have your Bible um, or you're not that fast to get there, well, the a scripture will be on the screen. But this is Ephesians 4, verses 22 through 32. It says this. It says, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth for we are all part of the same body. And don't, be, don't sin by letting, um, let, um, and don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry for anger gives a foothold to the devil. If you are a thief, quit stealing. Instead, use your hands for good work and give 
generously to others in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And don't do, and don't, do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Verse 31, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, and, uh, as, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Man, I love this scripture. I love it, and, and it's very encouraging to me, especially in this new year. See, this, this passage is, is full of, of, of change, right? It's going to change, right? It starts off, it says, throw off your old sinful nature, right? Which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, implement this, right? Do this. Let the spirit renew your thoughts and your attitudes. And that's not the only place that change is. It goes in 25, it says, stop telling lies. Let's tell truth to our neighbors. And then it's followed by what should be supplemented. And I love it. See, it's instructing us on what to let go, of, uh, on the things in our lives that we need to let go and, and what we need to replace it with to remove the things that don't belong and what to replace it with. And, and there's a lot of things that we read in this scripture um, that if we're being honest, a lot of us in here today are carrying and have been carrying for some time. And we almost, we've been living with this. And, and it's almost hard to, to look at these scriptures and read them because um, if we're being honest, a lot of what it's telling us to remove and what to take out of our lives, it, it, it's scary for a couple reasons. It's intimidating for a couple reasons. And, and, and the, one of those reasons is because um, it mirrors. It mirrors our lives more than we want to admit it. When we read that, we can plug some of that into our lives and say, yeah, we might need to remove some of that too, right? And second, it, it sounds like work. We read it and we say, it's telling us, get rid of this, throw this off of you, right? But we know that, that that's going to take some action on our part. So, so we fall into this trap, right? Th this Monday trap. I'll wait until Monday, but, but why Monday? Like, what is it? But, but I, I, think, I think we can call it Monday. I think we can give it that name, but, and it's easy to call it Monday. Because you see, Monday isn't right now. Monday is coming, right? I don't, have to, I don't have to think about it. It's not right now. I have a start date, and it's a good start. I'll get there, right? But right now, I don't need to worry about that. And, and, and I understand this. You see, by, naturally, I'm a... I'm, I'm a procrastinator, right? I'm just being real with you this morning, church, but I am, I'm, I'm, and I can be lazy at times, and I know this about me, but I love the urgency that Proverbs um, 6, 4 kind of encourages us with, and I love it, and I need it in my life constantly. It says this, it says, um, and it's very short, very to the point, and I, and I love it, it's pointed, right? Um, don't, don't put it off. Don't put it off. Do it now, and don't rest until you do. You see, I need this in my life a lot, but, but see, when we're talking about change and the things that need to be done and the things that might scare us a little bit because, well, it's a part of us. But, but I think change is good in and of itself. See, it's not always easy, but it's needed. Change is needed. There are some things that should remain the same, right? There's some things that should remain the same and unchanged. I understand that. I get that. But healthy, God-honoring change is good. It's good, and it keeps us from being stuck and staying stuck. It, it projects us forward. It moves us in a direction. So, so I would say that change is, it needs to happen. 
I believe it. It needs to happen. But I guess my question is, what part of our lives, what part of ourselves are we focused on changing? What pieces of us are we trying to change? What are we worried about changing? What's the first thing we want to attack and and take out of our lives first or replace it with? Um, is, Is it what we think? Is it what Randy thinks is needed in order to be happy? Is it what you think is needed in order to be happy or have the life that you desire? Or is it the change? Is it the change that you may have been avoiding? Is it the change that you might have been running from, the one that's calling you away from from what's keeping you stuck, what's keeping you lonely, anxious, or even depressed? What is it? Which one is it? But you see this this passive, lazy, I'll get to it Monday, I'll do it Monday trap is it's dangerous, friends. And I know this because I've seen it in my life, but it's dangerous not only to our physical health, but to our spiritual health. It's doing something to it. But we do it all the time, right? We do it time and time again. We do this weird thing that, that anytime that, that healthy change is stirred into our life or, or it comes onto our radar, especially change that we know is going to take some action on our part, that's going to take us getting up and moving forward in some direction, we do this thing where we want to run to it and embrace it, but run from it at the same time. It's almost like we want to receive it, but we don't want it. And this is true in many things, but this is even more true when it comes to the change that God is trying to accomplish in our lives, what God is trying to accomplish in your lives. You see, no matter how aware, no matter how aware we are of what this change is and and, and the change that is healthy and, and that change is needed and beneficial, we try our best to kind of keep it at arm's length. We want it here. We want it in that safe distance. We want it on Monday. See, initially, when we, when we get this, this drive and, and this stirring in our hearts and in our lives to be better and to be moving this better direction, initially, we're met with feelings of, of encouragement. We're excited, right? We want to get to it. We're motivated and we're hopeful because we see and we understand what this change can bring. We understand what this, what this change can produce in our lives. And if we're being truthful in, in our messy, dark, and broken lives. You see, but those feelings of, of encouragement and that, that drive and, and, and all the, the feelings that come with it are, are short-lived, right? We get it, it spikes and it's short-lived and it's followed by... Waiting until Monday. See, those feelings are extinguished by, by, by lies and fear and excuses that, that, that are from us and even from our adversary. And, and well, when you think about Monday, Monday, Monday takes it out of mind, out of sight, out of mind. That's what Monday does for us. But friends, can I, can I share something and be honest with you this morning is, is those feelings don't change come Monday. It doesn't change Monday. See, the lies and, and the excuses that, that, are, that are keeping you from, from doing it now, from embracing the change and the love of Jesus and what he has for you, the excuses that are keeping us from doing it now will still be there on Monday. You see, our enemy, our adversary, he doesn't want to see us grow. And he doesn't want to see us grow in Jesus. He doesn't want to see us take a step closer to Jesus. He doesn't want to see us take a step with Jesus. And that's also true on Mondays. It's so true on Mondays. You see, he doesn't throw up his hands and go, well, it's Monday. I can't tempt, lie, or distract Randy on Monday. 
No, it's not true in my life. You see, he'll try the next Monday and the next until you are so convinced that making a move towards love and, and peace and joy isn't really what you need in your life. That time until Monday, it gets distracted, it gets distorted, you know, you don't even need it. We start to tell ourselves, I'm okay, I'm all right, I got this, this sin in my life, it's just something that I do, right? We tell ourselves these things, we lie to ourselves, and, and before we know it, too many Mondays have passed, and, and we don't know the time that Jesus is coming back, but friends, we know that Jesus is coming back. Let's take back our Mondays. See, the Monday trap is real. I, I, I've seen it in my life, and I, I know it is. But the way that we avoid it is Proverbs 6. Proverbs 6, 4, it's don't put it off. Don't put it off. Let, let's do it now. Let's jump in now. Don't rest until you do. That is the fix. That is the solution to this Monday trap. But it takes, some, it takes getting rid of some stuff, right? It takes us getting, going out with the old, and what better time than the new year? But if you'll go to Ephesians 4 with me once again, we'll be in verse 18. Um, it says this. It says, if you're a thief, and here's the instruction. If you're a thief, quit stealing. Don't put it off. Do it now. And don't rest until you do. And, and instead, use your hands for good, hard work, and then give gener generously to others in need. And then again, don't, don't, don't use foul or abusive language. Don't put it off. Do it now. And then use this instead. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that whoever hears it, that, so that your words will be an encouragement to whoever hear them. And verse 30, and do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Man, I need that one again. And don't, do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Guys, why do we stay in this cycle? The cycle of knowing what we need, and we read it, and it's in front of us. God's given it to us. Why do we stay in the circle of putting it off? Like, like when we read this, and we read about Jesus and what he is and who he is to us, like why aren't we trust falling into a better tomorrow? Like what is it? Well, I think I, 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 what I believe it is, I believe the anticipation for the good that change can bring in our lives is outweighed by the anticipation of the struggle and the desire to hold on to the things that this change will remove from our lives. That's what I think it is. I think we understand that, that making a push to be better, to putting that effort forward, to be better than you are today means getting rid of and releasing some of the things that we've lived with and we've grown to enjoy. We've grown to call ours. And we like to hold on to it. You see, Erica and I, we understand that, that in order for us to be healthier in this new year, that the frost on the flakes is going to have to be enough, right? And that, and that my almost daily ranch dip and chips after 10 p.m. is going to have to stop, I guess. But, but it is. But it is. You see, me and Erica, we're putting stuff into our diets that is getting the way, in the way of our healthier selves. So what do we do? So in order to indulge ourselves a little bit longer, we wait until Monday. In order to indulge ourselves a little bit longer, we wait until Monday to put any effort forward, no matter how badly we know that we need this change in our lives and what this change offers. 
And we avoid this change, not just this change, but we avoid the changes that God is trying to work in our lives because, because we might lose a part of ourselves in the process. So we think. See, the things that we're afraid of losing have many names. We could sit here and we can call them what they are. We can, we can name them. But they all can be summed up with one name. And, and they can be called sin, right? They, they can carry that name sin. Some of these sins, friends, have grown into addictions in our lives. They've grown into addictions that we can't imagine our life without. So this, this change that we're confronted with and this Jesus that we know what he brings, we kind of push it away and keep it at our arm's length because we don't want to get rid of that part of us. We've carried it for so long that we'll be lost without it. But they've grown into addictions that we can't imagine our lives without, or we believe that, that these things, these sins in our lives, um, um, that the people that they brought into our lives will never no longer be there, right? We believe that, they won't, that we won't be the same person without them, that, that the people that, that this, 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 this bring into our lives will no longer be there because without it, I'm not like them. You see, the truth is that, that sin loves company, right? They go hand in hand. It likes to happen together. You see, the sins that I'm talking about are the things that, that, that rule over us and, and keep us captive. And if we're being honest, friends, and, and I hope we are this morning, but there are some things that, that you are putting in your lives that are getting in the way of your spiritual health. And that's just being real. You see, you see bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, slander, pornography, lies, pride, envy, division, and all types of other behavior. We are putting things in our lives that are getting in the way of our spiritual health. And please know that I'm not up here pointing fingers this morning, friends. I preached this message to my life before I brought it to you this morning, so I understand. But to put it this way, there are some things that are in your life that are getting in the way of your relationship with Jesus and what he offers, and it matters. And it matters. They need to be seen and called what they are, but also they need to be removed and purged from our life. We need to throw it off of us. So what do we do? We stay stuck. We stay stuck in this cycle of wanting to experience this freedom of being new and, and, and being too afraid to embrace the change. We're stuck in it to embrace the change that we need in order to get out of where we're at. So I want to ask this. What change are you putting off until Monday? What change are you putting off until Monday so that you can keep a little bit longer? Can I challenge us? What if this year, 2022, we kind of stop playing these games? And I'm talking to my own life, too. We stop playing these games and, and, and resolve to realign our hearts, to realign our, our thoughts and our actions with, with God's word and nothing else. Not our Facebook posts or the people we follow or anything like that, but, but with God's word. With that, can we let that be the driving force and, and put our lives back where they belong? Leave them where they belong and allow God to, to come in and do what God and only God can do. And, and that's to clean things out that aren't supposed to be there and the things that are keeping you from experiencing this real life. Can we let God's, God's word determine how our 22 and beyond is going to be? How does it play out? How do we respond? Well, let's let God's word do that. Guys, let's not let another year fly by in this Monday cycle. Instead, let's take, take full control of your lives by giving full control over to Jesus in 2022. 
Take full control by giving full control to Jesus. You see, he's faithful. He is so faithful. Let's break this cycle that we have been in year after year with the truth and the love of Jesus. Let it be 2022, but you see, but it takes some work. It takes some work, and it takes us leaving behind some things that that we might want to bring with us. So not only getting out with the old, but we need to get in with the new. We need to let the new in. You see, (coughs) excuse me, when we leave the old behind and we leave it there, when we leave it at the foot of the cross and we don't pick it up and we leave the cross and we actually leave it there, it takes us from where you are now into who and what you were created to be. That, that, that's, that's ahead of you. Know that. Know that your life now and anything that you've done in your past hasn't stopped you from experiencing what is ahead of you. And that is the life that can be transformed. You see, th- th- this leads to transformed life. Allowing this change leads to a transformed life. Transformed for the better. And you know what it starts with? You know how we get this? It, it, this transformation, it starts with the yes. Your Yes. It was my yes in my life, but in your life, it's your yes. It starts with a yes, a a yes, I believe in you, Jesus. Yes, I understand I'm a sinner, Jesus. Yes, I need and accept your forgiveness, Jesus. Yes, I love you more than you guys fill in the blank. Yes, I want the change. I want to be changed into what you created me for. Yes, I want the life that only you can bring. Yes, I will, God. See, our yes, it starts this process. And and the thing is, in this process of of going from where we were into where God is taking us, is is he does all the heavy lifting. He does all the heavy lifting, and and, and all we have to do is trust that he will. Say yes and trust that he will. Trust that, that he is, what he is working in your lives, despite if you can see it or not, but what he is doing is far better and more than what you could ever even imagine. See, it's a process of us letting go of the things that we've held on to so close and so tight and trust that we need Jesus more than anything in our lives. Friends, let me tell you, you need Jesus more than anything in your lives. I need Jesus more than anything in my life. And we need it especially more, so much more than what we are going to lose when love breaks through, when we get there, when we say yes. I love the way that John 10.10 10 speaks about this. He tells us some, some information about our adversary. It says, the thief's purpose, our enemy, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. And that's true about your life and that's true about mine. That's true about your kids' lives and your family's lives. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. But God says something different. He says, my purpose, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. You see, it's through faith and this confident hope that Jesus is who he says he is and he's going to do what he says he's going to do that makes this scripture so real, so encouraging. But not just that, Jeremiah 29, 11 also encourages and shows us that for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. He says, I know what 2020 and beyond has for you. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Do you see, guys, if we focus on our situation and what's happening in the here and the now, then we are robbed and we're blinded to this future and this hope that this scripture is speaking of. We don't even see it. It's not on our radar. You see, the enemy knows that and wants that in our life. 
He wants to steal that from you. And he wants to keep you where you are. He loves the Monday trap. He loves it. He loves setting that trap. Wait until Monday. See, but God gave us this instruction. He gave us this reference to follow. He gave us something to aim for, to keep us on track, aiming at this hope and this future. And that's in his word. That's where it's at. The instruction and the reference is in his word. And the way that I love this and I want to describe this is, is dads, I want to talk to you for a second, just for a little bit. How many Legos have you put together? Yeah, and, and not, not regular, open the box and build it Legos. I, I mean the Legos, the ones that have been started by little hands. Not correct, just started, right? You know the ones, you know the ones that you have to take apart and then put back together? You see, I love when my kids get Legos, and, and that's only because I'm, I'm a really big kid, but, but it never fails, they get these Legos and they're, they're super excited and, and they get really excited with the completed picture that's on the box. And so they dive right in, right? They don't even care that the bags are numbered. <laughs> they dive right in. And I'm watching like, all right, you, you sure you want to put that piece there? Like, are you sure that, that goes there? And, and they kind of look at me like, yeah, because we all know that tires go on the tops of vehicles, right? Like, like I try to help. And I'm watching, I'm like, are you sure you don't need help? And, 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 and I can't. I try to offer it, and it's denied. It's met with denial because they can do it, right? They know how to get it done. They know what needs to be done. They have a picture. But then it becomes too much work, and, and things get a little messy. And now the, what they're creating doesn't look like what's on the picture of the box. It doesn't look like it's supposed to, the way it's supposed to. And then I hear the words that I've been waiting for, right? You know what words. Dad, can you help me finish this? Right? Dad, will you do this for me? They walk off, I get sucked in, and they get to enjoy the finished product. And, and I'm okay with that. I'm not complaining. But, but you see, God is working, and he is taking these messy, nothing like the picture, Lego lives that we live, and he's taking the pieces that don't belong and putting them in the places that they do, and he's creating it to this masterpiece, something even greater than what's on the box, something even bigger than what's on the box. And the cool thing is, is that we get to walk alongside and be a part of this. We get to step into these moments of change. We get to step into what God is calling us to and moving us toward. You see, we get to be active. We get to move. And the way that we play our part is by having active faith. Faith that doesn't sit still, that's not on the couch, that believes from a distance. No, it's faith that's in the game. It's faith that's moving forward, that, that you don't want to talk about anything or share anything else in this new year, but the Jesus that saved you. We get to play a part in this. And we get to walk in the changes. We get to walk in the masterpiece that he is creating. And, and, and what we also get to do, and the way that we do it is by leaving the parts of our lives that have been purged and leave them behind. You see, it's a faith that says, when you call, Lord, I will answer. It's a faith that says, when you lead, I will follow. When you work, I will trust you. But friends, let's not, let, let's let 22, 2022 be the year. Let it be the year that we look back and we remember that it was the year that we let go, that we finally let go and we let Jesus rule our life. Where we said it's, our, it's yours, not ours, no more Jesus. The year where, where we're no longer chained to that sin anymore. Where you're not captive to that sin anymore. The year that, that we stopped waiting until Monday 
that we stop waiting until Monday to, to cast our anxieties on him. And as a result, um, anxiousness isn't your primary feeling. Let it be the year that we fight next to and for our marriages and for our kids. Let it be that year. Parents, if I can just, just for a moment, parents, let me just plead with you, and, and this is true in my life, but parents, stand in those gaps for your kids. Stand in the hard places for your kids, and don't budge. Stand on this and don't move. But stand in those gaps for your kids. Live as an example of his truth and walk them along with you. Bring them with you. Let them see you love Jesus. Let them see you needing Jesus. Man, let them see you fall apart and let them see Jesus put you back together. But see, all of this is only possible with him. It's only possible with Jesus and the strength that he provides and that only comes from him. It's the strength that's needed for these kind of battles, for those kind of parenting battles. But let's let this be the year that, that we decide and, and we declare to the enemy and, and to ourselves even with this confidence and with this hope. You can't have my family this year. You can't have my kids from this year on. You can't have my life because you see, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I fight with Jesus. So my 2022 and beyond, I'm not afraid of it. I don't know what's coming, but I know that this is true, that my Jesus is on the throne. He's on the throne, friends. And I love the way Isaiah 40 prays this for us. Isaiah 40, 31 says this. It says, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. Where's your trust? Does it need to go where it belongs? Go back. It tells us here that whoever trusts in the Lord will find that new strength. So if it's strength you're looking for in 2022, it's in the Lord. So again, I challenge us, friends, to reconsider these half-hearted pushes to be better in the new year. Stop holding on to the things in our lives that are, that are driven from a false identity and a false hope. And let's stop trying to make the changes that we, that we believe we need in our lives that'll make us and give us the life we need. And let's pursue the change that God is trying to bring to you and do in you. The change where joy, the change where hope and forgiveness and salvation is found. But it starts with not waiting until Monday. Don't wait.